Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Five o'clock straight up on a live imagery Tuesday. Shit out of a cap. It is time for what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Take it away, producer Lizzie. Thanks, Christopher. So Tupac Shakur is getting a street named after him in California. The late rapper will have a stretch of a street in Oakland named in his honor after a unanimous vote by city council last week. The section of MacArthur Boulevard where Shakur once lived between Grand Avenue and Van Buren Avenue will be known as Tupac Shakur Way. Or I guess as Mason would say it, Tupac. Tupac. Tupac Shakur Way. Mm -hmm. Uh, The legislation says that the commemorative street naming will remind us of Shakur's contributions to Oakland and our communities through the celebration of art and culture as an awakening tool towards changes in society. Shakur, of course, was born in Harlem and he lived in Oakland in the early 1990s and said he claims it as his home. All right. All right. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. I mean, come on, Oakland. It's been a while. I mean, like, let's go, man. All right. So you want me to read Coach Dave Miller's texts? Dave Miller has something he wants to say to me? Yeah. Okay. Says, you always build around your superstar, any sport, any league, anywhere. You fit pieces around LeBron to win another championship. Hashtag period. Mm. Hashtag, he, like he wrote hashtag, hashtag in the period. The word period. No, 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 the word period. period. He, oh. yeah, yeah. Would you hashtag period. the word period, though? Shouldn't it? Maybe. Uh, shouldn't it be period and then the hashtag? No. No. Hashtag, no, hashtag period. period. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And he wrote out period. P-E-R-I-O-D. Correct. Capital P or no? And by the way, now he's added, it is LeBron's team. Oh. Well, hey, listen, I, I will say this. He says AD may be the best player, but it is LeBron's team. Well, I'll say this. Um, it is LeBron's team, and I agree with that. And I'll say that uh, at the end of that game last night, when there's four seconds remaining in that game, I know what I was saying to myself, give the ball to LeBron. And I know a lot of other people don't agree with that or didn't like his shot selection or maybe the play that was drawn up or perhaps it was just the execution of the final play. To me, you know, I might think Austin Reeves might have a better chance to hit a shot right now or maybe AD goes closer to the rack. But I agree that it's LeBron's team. And and I think that LeBron was the guy that should have had the ball and should have taken the shot. He did. Didn't work out. But I said it last week and I believe it. You live and you die with LeBron James. You have to accept that. But, but he is now, as we look at the year, and by the way, amazing results from 2-10 and 10 to making it in to making it to the Western Conference Finals. Amazing results. We never expected it. Way beyond what we thought. But, I mean, you're looking at the rest of the conference in George. Didn't you make a whole point this year? This would be the year to do it? That's why well, he's rushing back this, from injury? I mean, well, ba- on the beginning of the year, I've... I- consistently said this year the western conference is fairly open didn't Winhorse say to us probably six weeks ago don't miscalculate competitive bond temps yeah. oh it was bond temps yeah. might be it was <laughs> it was yeah. it, it, <laughs> bond temps said don't uh, misunderstand uh, competitiveness for not good for quality oh, yeah. Yeah, for, right yeah. and so the west was very competitive but most people thought it really wasn't that good and that's because most people didn't give Denver the respect that they were earning. Right. And they're good. 
And we all understand that now more so. Yeah. Should have listened to me months ago. What I'm saying is, is that if you're the Lakers and you're looking into the future, don't you think that other teams are on the rise right now in the Western Conference? Sure. I think everybody's going to try to reload or revamp or retool or whatever, of course. Okay. That's what off seasons are for. Right. But but you look at Denver and you Mm -hmm. look at how long this group of guys has been together, Mm -hmm. in particular their star players, and how these guys have built over the years and how long their coach has been there. And all of these things, George, are just build, build, build. It goes back to what Giannis said. There's a process. You build it every year. The Nuggets have built it every year. The, The Lakers are trying to rebuild it every year. And so... All I'm saying is is that LeBron last night, first half, I'll give you, offensively, spectacular. Second half, all guts, not the points. But, again, you can impact the game without scoring points. Maybe so, but here's the problem. Tell me where I'm wrong on this. Mm-hmm. Somebody, somebody who's a basketball expert who knows more basketball than me, I grant you my resume is only three back-to-back JCC championships for 12-year-old boys. That's my resume for basketball. Somebody explain this to me. Tristan Thompson? You, you you looked down the bench last night and you came up with game four must win at home. Who do I got minutes for? Tristan Thompson. I'm not knocking the guy. Not one bit. I give the guy all the credit for being in uniform, being on the team, and actually contributing. But I was surprised, weren't you guys? Oh, I was stunned Chris, Tristan Thompson played. I mean, I've been telling you for two weeks, Malik Beasley's going to have a moment. Never came off the right, bench. And you wanted Wenyan Gabriel in there. I was calling for Wenyan Gabriel. I, I would have taken, you know, Jared Vanderbilt. You came up last night with Tristan Thompson? For, guy hasn't played in two years. I mean, I, maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit, but you get the point. That was shocking to me. Yeah. It was a great dunk, though. It I, was a great, and LeBron gave him a little alley oop. Yep. It was like old school. But I mean, what do you, strategically speaking, do you think everybody was having a meeting before Game 4 and they're like, guys, look, we need another body. We got to have somebody. How about Tristan Thompson, coach? Guy hasn't played all year. He was he was in the ESPN studio across the street in a suit. Yeah, he's, he's on the team, coach. Yeah, but he's only here because, you know, like he carries LeBron's bags. You understand what I'm saying? Like, like wh- how did that happen last night? LeBron? And- what about um, LeBron? Well, Darvin Ham told me this. Yeah, tell me. Before the game. Yeah. Let me know. I asked him, any lineup changes? He's yeah, I got several. Mm -hmm. And then I did a little digging afterwards, and I found out. I mean, I kind of knew the starting lineup change was going to happen with Rui and Schroeder. But I didn't know the Tristan one. That one did surprise me. And the thing was, is that Thompson actually scored a couple of points, including the dunk, Lindsay, that you're talking about. And played decent defense. But the issue was that there was like three minutes left in the game, and I got to go into my game notes. I got, there's like a few minutes left in the game, and it's crunch time. It's a yeah. two-point game, and he's yeah. there on the floor, and Anthony Davis is on the bench. Well, he came in in the first quarter, didn't he? Yeah, I'm just talking about later oh, in the okay, game. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, I don't know. I feel like he was like a little spark for LeBron. All right, can I uh, address Drew Garcia at Chief Wordna? Chief Wordna? W-E-R-D-N-A. Chief Wordna. Yeah, Drew Garcia. He's in the Sedona and Cap Circle of Trust. You can be in there as well. What's up, Chief? He says, you guys, you and Ireland especially, I think he's referring to me, which because he sent a second tweet after, are on LeBron 2016 land and think he's still the same player, overpaid for his name, make it make sense, hashtag circle. At Sedona, you know so much about basketball, how are you missing what eyes can see? All season, what have I told you about LeBron James this year? Going into the season. Uh, he's old. And I said... He cannot carry this team by himself for 82 games. Yeah, and I miscalculated and said, yeah, he can. Right. 
You were the one that said that, not me. I'm the one that said he needs help, which is why you need to make a deal. I said he's still LeBron. He's still superhuman. He can still carry a team. All, Guess I was wrong. All I'm referring to in the discussion we were just having was last night. Mm-hmm. Where My objection is you said he, he only had the LeBron half. And if you only think he had the LeBron half, you don't know how to watch basketball. No. Uh, listen. <laughs> that was amazing. You think so? You like that? You like that? Because he played I incre- choked on my Celsius there. He played incredible defense at the in the second half of that good game. Good job, George. George, maybe so. Yeah. Okay. And maybe I'm referring so. to Drew, too. Okay. You and don't that, know how to watch basketball, bro. And that, Hey, Drew. Drew. Sorry. Drew, don't be offended. It's true. You don't know how to watch basketball. But, Drew, I'm not offended because I don't know how to watch basketball apparently either. Hey, look. If you're going to watch an NFL football game and the guy you're sitting there with was an NFL quarterback, let me explain something to you. He sees things that you don't see. He sees football from a whole different perspective. I see basketball and I see somebody score 31 points in the first half and a team go to halftime with a 15-point lead. I think that's a team that's supposed to win a game. When When the game is over and the team finds a way to lose it, and LeBron, who scores 31 in one half, and how many in the second half? Nine. Not, that's a huge difference of output, of points. Right. But again, there's multiple ways to impact the game. We just talked about this with AD the other day. When they beat the Warriors, he had 17 points. Remember the whole talk? Oh, he's so bad when he doesn't score 20. When he doesn't score 20 points. He had 17 points, 20 rebounds, and like four blocks. My point is, you can affect the game without scoring a ton of points. Yeah, but I got to say one thing. Um, you had to win this game. And, and, but and, you can't blame and, and LeBron I'm for not, that. I'm not blaming LeBron. I'm still believing. But that's what it sounds like. I, I this is why, why McMinniman won't come on the show. It sounds like I'm blaming the guy. Does it, does it really sound that way? You're just you're demeaning his ha. performance here. So if I say, oh, I, we wanted the LeBron game. We got the LeBron half. Well, I'm, I'm demeaning the fact that you scored 31 points in the first half and nine in the second half, and you're telling me how great he was you on defense. You couldn't defend me in the post. I, how about I, you get in there with Jokic? Hey, look, you put that big tuchus of yours exactly. right in, the, in my midsection, okay? And then try to defend Jamal Murray on the wing? Do you know how hard that is? That guy scored 30 and a half, too. Uh, no, I haven't defended against the guy. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a report next time I play against him in a little one-on-one at the JCC. I'll get back to you on that. Don't you think that he was like, oh, I'm going to score enough points to give us a decent lead, and then we just got to hold him, and I'll play really good defense. And that's kind of what he did? I was stunned by his defense in the fourth quarter. How oh, really? Was. I was. I, I guess. I mean, you, you watch basketball differently than I watch basketball. Well, I've learned from basketball people like Shinano mm-hmm. and others to yeah. how to watch basketball. How to watch it. See, so George, I, why don't you give like me like a like a one-pager? I, I, just No, just come watch a game with me. All like, right. not sit in the suite and go hang out and, you know... Do your cappy things, yes. la caplenjadas. Come watch a game with me. You and me. Do yo. It's true. I mean, cappy, it, it, it helps. It does? Does it help? I've done it. You really? and me. Do yo. Finals game. Let's go watch a finals game somewhere. In Miami. No, no, no. You're not going there. You need to learn how to watch it on TV oh. where you can pick up on things. Oh. Other than, oh, look, it's Jack Nicholson. No, no. You got to watch what's going out. <laughs> no, no, look. Hey, there's Adam Sandler. Hey, why is he wearing jacket. a great? Yeah, why is he wearing a bright yellow jacket? Hey, there's Floyd Mayweather right there on the floor. There he is. There's Money Mayweather. Yeah, I watch the game differently. I do. What can I tell you? Well, you know. Hey, look, George. Just so you know. Yeah. Uh, not really knocking LeBron. It was an amazing offensive outburst in the first half. But where's everybody else? Okay, there we go. Now we're talking. See, let's, this is how you watch basketball. Let's do that. On the other side, all right? How about that?
And we can talk to Ramona about that. Is that next? Yeah, Ramona, and I'm going to play. We should play the McMiniman thing for Ramona. Let her know we're going to play this thing. So she has an opinion on it. Don't, don't, let's not blindside her. Let her know. Okay? Guy, I mean, are we going to break? You got something to say? You good? I, I mean, we could, you should watch a game with Momo too. That'll help you. Momo would help. Yes. Okay. All right. Very good. Momo and I sometimes sit together. Oh, really? A lot of game. a lot of games in the arena. Well, do you want me to get your credentials sitting in between us? Oh, that's next season. That sounds between nice. me and sounds Momo. Lovely. No, he'll, he'll he'll always go up to the suite. Yeah, I'm a more of a sweet guy. Hey yeah. guys, yeah. I've got the hey, sided app. Hey, the dessert <laughs> cart is here. Yeah, you know, maybe wants... a little less dessert cart and a little Come bit more on, watching Kathy. the game. Who wants who wants some of the rainbow cake? I mean, you could have gone with Beto. I mean, it was a Clipper game. Granted, he was gonna let you sit on the floor. I know something happened that night. I don't remember what it was. I mean, you know, Beto knows. Beto knows what. Beto used to be the yeah. Spanish sideline reporter. He also was. He was on the beat. He and was he covering. Was, his, he yeah. was our beat reporter back yeah. when we used to have beat reporters. Yeah. So he station. understands how great defensively LeBron was last night. Beto knows. He Hashtag does. Beto knows. Okay. Hashtag period. Right. There you go. That's exactly right. All right. Spell Momo. it out. Momo's next. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Quarter after 5 p.m. <laughs> in the Southland. It's a live imaging Tuesday with yeah. Shinato and Cappy. Yeah. On this day, back in 1995, the Looney's released I Got Five on it as the lead single from their debut album. Cappy, have you ever thrown down in the streets? Oh, you know I got five on it. I got ten sometimes. <laughs> Oh, I thought that was the hook. It wasn't the hook. I thought we were coming to the hook. I don't know if they're going to jam this at the Cowboy Palace in Chatsworth. That's where Momo, the oh, great Ramona Shelburne, she'll throw down at the Cowboy Palace. She's not listening. She's still talking to Lindsay, so she oh. missed it. I'll have to reset. Yeah. Yeah, Lindsay's explaining the McMinimum bit, I'm imagining. It's also National Taffy Day. Is that like like the Laffy Taffy? Because I like some good Laffy Taffy. I like the Laffy Taffy. You like Laffy Taffy? Taffy. No. You don't like Taffy? No, it's, it gets caught in my so, teeth. So Ramona's listening oh, yeah. now. You can do the bit. So I know they're not going to play this song at the Cowboy Palace in Chatsworth, where Momo is, she hits the streets sometimes over there, in Chatsworth at the Cowboy Palace. <laughs> and I want to go this summer. But Momo, we may have to get Cappy over to the Cowboy Palace, and they'll have to put a TV up so we can teach him, Shinano, me, you, how to watch basketball. I, Ramona, I said he should sit between you yeah. and me at one of the games. Okay, the greatest thing ever is to sit where you and I were the, during this series, Next to the opposing scouts. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You get all the information. The, yeah. I was sitting next to the Miami Heat scout and this Boston Celtics scout the whole series, and I was like, I was like, guys, thanks for letting me watch you. That was great. Yeah. And the <laughs> previous series, and in the Golden State yeah. series, we sat next to the Nuggets scout. 
Yeah, it was yeah. great. Like, I mean, I don't, I've never pretended to know basketball the way that a professional scout knows basketball, right? But we just like, it's like cheat notes. It's like, you know, you literally like, it's like, remember those what are crib notes mm. or the, the, you know, the, the yellow books that you'd buy for like what? Oh, you cliff, know, notes. The, the, cliff, cliff notes. Cliff notes. Yeah, yeah. Cliff yeah. notes. Yeah. Yeah, we That's need a couple like books literally. of those for Cappy. Well, you know, Perfect. Ramona, here's what happened. I was saying yeah. that that in the first half, at the end of it, I tweeted, this is the LeBron game we've been waiting for, 31 points. And at the end uh-huh. of the game, I found out that we really got the LeBron half, not the LeBron full game. And George has been yeah. all over me about that. Well, because you're not okay, counting so the defense in the second. You know what you did, though, Cap? Tell you me. You know what you did? Tell me. Kiss of death. Oh, yeah? Kiss of death, kiss the, of death. at the end of the first half. Is what oh, she's I, oh, you're I, the mush. I did the kiss of death. You're the mush. Oh. I, I think we both did it. Do you remember at this this whole series, okay? I had picked okay, I picked the Memphis Grizzlies in seven. And I was like, Oh, I think the Lakers are great, but the Grizzlies are really good and you know, every other day I just did the two speed, oh no. Lakers in six. The next round, Golden State Warriors. I oh, I think the Lakers could win, but as the defending champs, I picked the Warriors. Everybody Lakers in six. So this time I said, you know what? I don't care. I I, I think Denver's a better team. But they're the number one seed. They haven't really been challenged yet this, so far in this play. But LeBron's too close. I, I can't pick against LeBron James anymore. I've learned my lesson. Lakers and six. Let's do Lakers and six every single round. Kiss of death. It's my fault. I jinxed them. Like, that's it. We did the kiss of death. You wow. did it with your tweet, and I did it with my pick. Yeah. It's our fault. I know. Well, yeah. but but I, I, George says, though, that, that LeBron played such spectacular defense in the second half. He did. He did. I'm not denying that. I'm just saying that he had a monster offensive explosion in the first half. And honestly, it's just one of these games where he had to carry them. He did as much as he could in the first half offensively. Yeah. Couldn't score that much in the second half. And nobody else really came to that's to help, the issue that's the know? issue i mean but what i'm saying but is that like my you, expectation is that he can still what, you wanted it. him to score 60 um 62 that's what you wanted 62 so yeah yeah i mean yeah, he wanted did, him to double up his first half that's right. the man literally Jokic, i think only made like two baskets in the entire series when he was guarding him and he guarded jamal yeah. murray on the perimeter like that's unbelievably hard so well on jamal murray do you know how crazy that is like the only other player in the NBA who can even attempt such a feat is Draymond Green. It's to, to guard the best big in the league and then the best one of the best guards left in the playoffs. That's amazing. Yeah, and to so do it at 38. I mean, he used to do that at 28, but at 38 to yeah. do that is wild to see. Yeah, well, this is what yeah. I guess I was getting at is that is it now I think based on the year that the Lakers have had, how far they went, how the other teams are put together and are younger – I just think you got to really think long and hard about how much longer you're going to get out of LeBron, if any at all. It, it could you know? And, and I only bring it up because he brought it up. I mean, I think everybody. Well, here's, was, what, here's what he really said. Go okay. Ahead, go ahead. And I, I actually, I had to write a whole thing on this, and I, you know, I was like, oh, halfway through my Nuggets call, and then I went, oh, what? Wait, what did he say to David Bemman? Like, I mean, I heard the press conference, and it was like a. LeBron cryptic answer, leave off on the, and then he doubled down on it with Dave. And I was like, okay, so we got to take this seriously now. But what he's really talking about, he kept saying, the best ability is availability. And I was not available to my team enough this year. And what he's talking about is he keeps getting hurt. Like, he missed a lot of time this year. He missed with that foot injury. He had some other, had some other things earlier in the year. Like, I, I really think what he's saying is like, 
we had he missed a lot of time. Anthony Davis missed a lot of time during the regular season, and because of that, and and we're not even getting into the Westbrook of it all, which is what caused him to miss, you know, to to fall behind so far in the standings in the beginning. The, the that's that's why they had to work so hard just to get into the play-in game. Remember that, like mm-hmm. when they were 13th, and it was easier to count the teams behind the Lakers in the standings than in front of them because they were like 13th. Like that was they've been playing playoff basketball for three months. Yeah, and it caught up. No to wonder them. they ran out of gas. Yeah, and and even that kind of amazing that LeBron has that kind of energy left for that game last night. But I guess if I'm thinking about it, just again, a little bit futuristically thinking here. Yeah. Um, when I think about what Denver has, they've got what I think is probably the best big man in the game. And they've yeah. got an incredible, what LeBron likes to call a laser. And by the way, not just one laser, George, you brought it up before the series started. They actually had more guys that could contribute consistently. Multiple lasers. Yeah, they did. And, and the Lakers don't have that. So I'm just thinking to myself, are they going to be able to get better than what we saw Denver last night? Because honestly, AD and LeBron versus Joker and Murray, Joker and Murray are better together. Well, I, I don't know. I, I am still rolling with AD and LeBron, and that is not a slight to the to Denver at all. But AD, you got AD and LeBron at about 70% in this series. Like, they are, those two guys were gassed. I mean, I one of the things that I thought that people were, you know, we were all geared up to write different columns last night. We were probably writing LeBron if the Lakers won. But I don't – you guys, Tristan Thompson played meaningful minutes yeah. in Explain that. that game. Explain that to me. I mean, desperation. That's what okay. it is. That's how desperate they were to get Anthony Davis a little bit of rest. And you know what? It actually mattered because he was great. He came back in. Like, Tristan Thompson was perfectly adequate in the four-minute stretches that he played. And he was he gave them good minutes, solid minutes. He scored on a, a fast break, and he was, you know. And uh, James Worthy turned around to me during the during the game, and I I go, look at Tristan Thompson out there, like he's doing good. I go, this is like when Dwight Howard came in the game, and he goes, you remember that old Wendy's commercial? Where's the beef? Yep. Like that was Tristan Thompson last night. And but why I, would know, they not have used him three or four well, weeks ago just to get him a little bit of playing time? He wasn't ready. I know. He was only oh, ready. No, last I think night. he was ready. No, I think he was I, ready. I, I think they were just I, well, desperate enough. Last I, I'll night. tell you this: when I was in Denver mm-hmm. and he was get like yeah. going through his prep, mm-hmm. the first game one, I was stunned yeah. at how he didn't look right. Now, in game two, when I saw him warm up, he looked much better than I saw him in game one. Like it looked like he had, for whatever reason, had made tons of strides. Like he was n- missing stuff and like just looking off yeah. beat in that first I, I game in Denver. Right about this one. I, I think I think if they didn't sign Tristan until what was the last week of the season, right? And it was and here here's this is where they fell down is they they gave that backup center spot to Mo Bamba and they were counting on Bamba yeah. to be the guy who just gave him like four minutes here and there, and then Mo Bamba's not very good and he also got hurt, and then they had so they had Wenyi and Gabriel who can play in those series against the Warriors but not against Nikola Jokic. Mm-hmm. Gabriel's like. He gives up 60 pounds. Like, LeBron is bigger than when Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't. He's too small. And so, Cap's right. Like, they could have signed Tristan Thompson three weeks earlier and given some run. Sure. But the problem is, they had to win every game to make the play-in. Right. 
Remember when they when they were trying to just get out of get out of the nine ten game? Tristan Thompson was too busy at that time on with TV with you. Right. I mean, that's what I'm getting at. Is that just, last night you're that desperate? You're down 0-3, You're at home, yeah. and and what you've got is Tristan Thompson. And I'm, it's no knock on the guy. On I mean, Tristan. he played actually pretty damn well. He, I thought he did. I'm, I'm I saying I think good. it's kind of a weird thing that the coaching staff didn't use him up until this point. Uh, yeah, and and but and yet. This was really the most – I thought they could have used him in the, in the Memphis series. And I remember sitting and talking to Darwin before game six. And I go, so is this a, is this a Tristan Thompson game? Because, like, they kind of needed some beef in that series, right? And uh, he goes, he might be. And I go, I, I just can't believe I was hosting shows with this guy like a month ago. And yeah. he goes, I know, but he looked really good in his workout. Listen, those minutes he gave AD to rest – allowed Anthony Davis to be this monster when he came back in. Like, he was great defensively in the second half. They, they got nothing to feel bad about. I thought I think the whole organization f- should feel great about how they resurrected the season, how yeah. they finished. Uh, that was a really I, – I, the only thing I, I'm, I'm sad about is I don't think we got the best version of that series. That was a very entertaining four-game series. Yeah. It was a highly competitive four-game series. But I don't know why the schedule needs to be so compressed. I like, agree. I said they should day. have a day off in between. Between yeah. travel, at least. And, by the yeah, way, here's the other thing, is that now the NBA Finals won't start until June 1st. Right, but they don't expect sweeps. Uh, yeah, of course yeah, not, but you know. but that's but it, yeah. it has happened. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this, Ramona, because we only got about two minutes here. Sure. What do you make of the Lakers' future, what you heard from Rob Palinka today, and all the Kyrie stuff being in the building, and LeBron's re- alleged retirement? thing perhaps like what do you make Um, of the future here okay Uh, you want me to do my best prognostication yeah just what you think think they they might do yeah Yeah. i think the lakers will do their best to keep hachimura and reeves um i think d'angelo depends on the number i'm not so sure about that one um even though he seems to be and uh the uh he's you know he's a nice player as he said, um, and I think he has a role on this team. Like he was, he, he was good in the Warriors. He's a finesse player, so he's good in certain matchups, right? And I do think he's a he's a, a really talented offensive player. I don't know that he's that. I call that one fifty fifty. Kyrie to me is definitely an option. Um, I have I, I there's a reason he's sitting courtside. And, and George, you know this better than anyone. You don't just buy courtside seats on StubHub. No. Like, like the team knows he's coming, you yeah. know. Like this is, it's not. There's no camper or anything there, but like he's coming there for a reason. He's yeah. not just like bored in L.A. I mean, I, look, Trey Young was there last night. He was. I mean, he, yeah, I saw Trey walking. No, no, by. I know, like, I know, was, I know. Yeah, you know, and and it's like players want to play in L.A. They want to play with the Lakers. Like Kyrie clearly is making him his his presence known. Like that's you know that's not an accident, and I, so I think. I think that's real. I think, uh, you know, how much of it is just leverage for him to get four years out of Dallas? Maybe. You know, I don't know that the Lakers would go to four years on him. It's a difficult thing for them to do, too, because it's a sign-in trade. If they're bringing back the other two guys, it's, it has to be a sign-in trade, essentially. Yeah. Um, so, and I think LeBron's back. I think, you know what, LeBron needs to go to Cabo on a family vacation. He needs to fill the cup back up. And, and let's, let's talk to him in July and see where he's at. Momo, I want to ask you if Cappy McMiniman is a little salty at Cappy right now. I want apparently not a little. Um, can yeah. can we just call you right back in like two and a half minutes yeah. to so we can yeah, play the audio and yeah. you can be the yeah, yeah, the yeah. judge, jury, and executioner here for Cappy and, and maybe okay. help help maybe help me repair the relationship. Yeah, help him. Yes, he needs help. All right, so let's do okay. this, Momo. We're gonna call you. you right back. Let's put her on hold. There we go. We're gonna call you right back, and then we'll 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 do no, Chris. What? Just keep going. 
Oh, Chris says we can keep going? Okay, Chris says we can keep going. So we're going to keep going. Okay, do it. All right, so here's the deal. All right, so Dave comes on the day of the D'Lo story, okay? And I'm All in right. Denver, okay? And I am alleged, I'm going to dinner with him after, him, Trudell. It's the Michael dinner, okay? Which, which D'Lo story? Which one? The one about the sources told him that if they bench him, they may lose him. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. got it. So he comes on and Cappy asks him a question and yep. it, it, it just goes south after uh, the way he asked the question. So we're going to play the question. I'm not leading the witness here because everyone always claims <laughs> I lead the witness. And I'm just going to let you decide. At, you're, you're a journalist just well, like listen, Dave. I'm a professional witness. You can't lead me anywhere I don't want to. Right, so. exactly. So and you're, you're a All journalist right. too. So there we go. So play the cut for Momo. This is Cappy talking to Dave. Dave, I'm curious, um, it, when you say that, just so people understand, because I actually am curious also, like, are you standing there and having this conversation, or are you actually asking about it? And if you're asking about it, I'm curious, like, what leads you to, to wonder, can D'Angelo handle this? Like, we all talked about the ego that, you know, the previous Russell had on this team, Westbrook. But was there something that was leading you to believe that D'Angelo would have an ego issue? No, nowhere in my reporting was ego used, and uh, my AI program didn't tell me to ask the question. <laughs> I, I, I have many, many conversations in the context of any night or any day or any shoot-around or practice or post-game scenario, uh, and you listen to what you're being told. All right, so what do you make of the way Cappy asked that question um, about the way he goes about doing his job? And how do you feel about Dave's response? Where are you on all of that? Okay. Um, I can, first of all, you haven't made it in this business until you have a fake feud. So, Cap, I think this is a good idea. So just lean in. I mean, like, to me, Mason and Bill Plunkett from the, from the register, like, that's just great. Like, that's just, that's fun. I want to hear that all the time. You and McMenamin <laughs> should have fun with that one, okay? I think you should keep it up. Um, I, I don't know any context from Dave, so this is my under, this is my understanding of or my read of his response. He sounded like he was quite busy. Um, like it sounded like he was on his way someplace. And I know how busy McMenamin is because he does like a million things. Um, he's always uh, doing sports center hits and essays and trying to break news and go to practices. So he sounded very busy to me, and kind of had no patience for you putting words in his mouth. <laughs> like he was like, hey, get out of here with that, right? Like, but what happened, what happened was... I didn't want to get misaggregated. That's, that's kind of how I heard yeah, But what happened was he, he had written this report that yeah. the team was worried that they would lose D'Angelo, and I was trying to say, yeah. well, when if you think that they're going to lose him because he can't handle what is a perceived emotion... Like, our, right. our, now everybody's got to tiptoe around his ego, and Dave did not like the fact that I interpreted it a certain way. Okay, now, Ramona, let me explain to you when I was at dinner, because John and I did try to pacify the situation, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At this dinner. And Dave's interpretation was that Cappy was basically alluding to him being a bleep stirrer with, him, uh. with the way he presented the story and the way he was asking him that, those questions. I uh, got it. Yeah, I can hear how Dave would say, look, I have a sort of, um, like when I do radio interviews or or a podcast or something like that, we've all almost got this like professional athlete sensor in our head where we kind of know what we say and how it's going to get aggregated and what might cause, like it's going to cause a stir. Like there's just something that you say, like, you know, even when I'm talking about, like you asked me about Kyrie earlier, okay? And I was like, 
you know, if I say it's definitely a thing that could possibly get aggregated and blah, 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 right? So I have to, like, I have to be the one deciding, am I going to walk out on the aggregation limb, right? <laughs> like, I want to decide how I frame the story, you know? And what, what parts of reporting and whatever am I going to go for? Now, I, you know, my general sense is I don't think you did anything wrong there, Cap. I think he just heard you put ego in a report where he didn't use the word ego and was like, hey, why are you trying to get me aggregated? That's not what I, you know, right? Like, but like by the way, you know why you don't know? Because you've never been aggregated. Yeah, I've never been aggregated. It's true. That's true. Yeah. I've never been aggregated. Have not. Have not. Like, gutless copy. Totally. I'm a gutless, non-aggregating turtle. Correct? I mean, no, you're, no, I've seen you in person. I, you, you did, you, you kind of took your time. Like, you were like a slow head neck motion turtle like what's the slowest head turtle you could think well you know of? it is world turtle what? day today it it's is world world. Day. Yeah, it worked know, out great to celebrate yeah like you didn't just completely turtle like you kind of just picked your spot you kind of just went yeah. right it was real it was, <laughs> i've seen you that's a great so, like, sound by the way I, yeah it was good i thought it was a good and it was good you saw me talking to you for, um, i made a hand motion too to just mimic it yeah um can I just but tell you guys that we didn't finish the story with Ramona? Ramona, so ultimately, yeah. Dave was so upset with me oh, yeah. that, that on the oh. one day of the year... He didn't we, want to come on today. ...that we need him on the show today to talk about this oh. LeBron thing. He denied us yeah. his, his guesting. But to Chris, Wait, am I your sloppy seconds? But am I? No, no, we're no, going to have no, you on no, regardless. Windy, Windy, Windy was sloppy seconds No, it was actually Windy. Yeah, Windy, Windy was, was don't tell him that, but yeah. it was actually Windy. Windy was sloppy seconds yeah. earlier. Windy came on in the slot that McMiniman was supposed to come on. You're clean first. But... Chris brought this up earlier during our crosstalk. Yeah. There is a history here, correct, Christopher? On what? Oh. Dave and Cappy. Oh, yeah. No, oh, I love a good feud. Well, this here's is the thing. Good. In, the, okay. in the beginning, Cappy went in originally with, with McMiniman, and then McMiniman sort of implied that Cappy doesn't watch the games. Now, that might not be a complete oh. lie, but that's where it all started. So then the last oh. few times that, that Dave's been on the show, McMiniman, which I'm not always, yeah. I always kind of fight Sedano like it's just a random day in March and we have to have Big McMiniman on. So I always push back, and I think Cappy has been inspired then that he could just fight with McMiniman, but you can't really <laughs> fight with Dave and imply then these things. And here's the thing. Yeah. Ultimately, uh, the yeah. one day we need the guy, yeah. he's not here. Right. Because you're a non-aggregating, gutless human being. And he's gutless. By the way, I want to tease this. No, oh. no. Listen. Dave, I got, listen, Dave, Dave broke that story last night, you guys. Yeah, like, he did. He broke like, it wide open. That, that, yeah, and he's not on the show today. Right. Was, <laughs> well, yeah, I know. But, like, that takes guts to, because you know what? I can't tell, like, I was proud of Dave last night, because that was, like, that was the, the, the quote that, that was heard around the world, and he went and tracked LeBron down as he was, like, running out of the arena. I, I don't know that he actually ran, but I, I know where he got him, okay? And it's like the loading dock, so LeBron was probably walking Yeah, where his out car is, right, yeah. His car is with you know probably his security guard with him and at least the, the camera crew or whatever. And Dave, um, Dave, I'm sure he had to walk out with him. Dave was doing so many things. I saw him talking to Anthony Davis last night for a long time. Like he was like huddling with every star player. And like a lot of times when you talk to players, they won't, they don't want to have you source them. Like they don't want to be on the record. So it takes a it takes a little guts to push them to say like. I need to, this is on the record. But like, you know, you R- Ramona, like, Cappy doesn't have guts. Yeah. You know why? Because he's gutless. <laughs> why? Because he's gutless. 
No, McMenamin is a fiery Irishman, okay? He's a hard-working beat writer. He's, like, chasing after the guys and getting a scoop. So, like, you saying that, that you, I don't know that you could, you want to fight with him in a fake feud, right? But, like, it would be, you, you, should, you should lean into this feud. I'm, I'm down for a good feud. <laughs> so I, here's I, I think, you know, like, the, the, the Wind Horse Mason in Ireland feud, that's a good one. Bill Plunkett Mason, love it. Like, I think you and McMenamin should be a thing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and by the way, Mason yeah. totally turtled on that, too, because I remember I had Brian in yeah. studio one day, and I was just like, oh, hey, Brian Windhorst, come oh, in studio yeah. with me. <laughs> yeah. On okay. the YouTube chat, they're calling McMenamin Dave McGutless. Nah, I can't do That's that. That's what they're calling No, don't talk about him like that. He's a good, he works hard, and, like, that was, that was, a, that was a big night for Dave. Like, that's a... That was the that was the story of the night. Like he made me tear up my column in the middle of the night to like rewrite that after he after he got those quotes. Mm. Well, Momo, Good, you know, thank you for. Well, your- I'm here for you guys. You can fight with me. You can make fun of me. It's all. <laughs> what, I don't know what what do I what do I say to you? What do I? What can you make fun of me for? I don't know. I don't know, but we're going to go to the Cowboy Palace this summer. There you Chatsworth. go, I Cowboy know that. Palace. There you go. Hey, uh, we, we we need to do that. It's open again. The yeah, line beautiful. dancing is hot. Oh, the line dancing top, Cappy. Got, really? The beard is the beard yeah, is cold. Got boots on the wall. Oh. Got real. You know how to two step? I, I know how to three step. Really? Yeah. Take it to the next level. <laughs> why and, don't you? and Cappy has to go watch a game with. He needs to sit between you and me in those seats. Why don't we next do some season. film study? Yeah. Study some film. No, I no, mean, listen, the, the conversations that are getting slung between me and Ramona on the, in those seats, I mean, you'll learn a few things, even by osmosis. Well, maybe if I'm sitting next to some scouts or something. Yeah, that's where yeah, they are. Yeah, scouts are the best. Yeah. LeBron, yeah. Our, uh, Ramona and I watched a game together. We watched the, the Cleveland game, of course. Yeah. I sat with oh, Ramona. Yeah. 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 Told me a lot about Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. So. Yeah, so. I know. I, I did. I, I got the we got the bio for it. Hey, by the way, we need to... We need to revisit your Cleveland Cavaliers at some point, Lynn. No, we don't. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> How about on the Hoop Collective? Yeah. Wow, you, you said it. You said it right this time. He was actually trying to compliment Brian on on, on the Wemby uh-huh. uh, podcast um, after the yeah. after the interview, and he called it the Hoops Collective. Yeah. And Brian's like, you mean the Hoop Collective? I was like, no, the other one. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the plural one. That, now, that's being a little too sensitive. Yeah. But, like, Brian no, but like, I don't think he was being mean. Man, I, I think he was just being funny. You know, that's like, okay, every, okay, by the way, George, I have a thing. You got to help me. I have a thing with Mike Malone. I keep calling Michael, him Mike. Do not I, call him Mike. I know it's Michael, but it's like because you're not supposed to call him Michael, you're not supposed to call him Mike. I just, it comes out as Mike every time. I'm like, don't call him Mike. And then I go, hey, Mike, uh, is it Michael? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like just call him Post. Like, just call him Coach. I, I just call him Coach every time I call him Coach. Yeah. But like, I'm on the, sh- like, even on the shows. Like, I think I've done it five times. I keep trying to say, I spoke to Coach, and I can't just say Coach. I have to say Coach. You can I say Coach Malone. Coach Malone. Yeah, yeah like coach Post Malone. Malone. That's right. right. Like Post Malone. Right. Yes, exactly. I They're mean, he's, exactly the he's same. Like, he's like three minutes Tats from blowing up. Like, I'm about to get, I'm about to get like, a, a talking to during these finals if I do it, if I do yeah, it in yeah. person. Call, Michael. Yeah, listen. Oh. When I, I got to do those things live on TV with him, so I know I got to call him Michael yeah. every time, so. Uh, I know. All right, Momo, we'll see you. You always do. We'll see you at the what palace? <laughs> the Cowboy Palace. Cowboy Palace and Chatsworth. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon, Momo. See you, Momo. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. All right, we're going to run a little. Uh, it is the Cappy Hour. Yeah. So we're going to run to 55 here. We're going to supersize <laughs> wow. it. Wow. Nice. All right. I like the math. I got it. Yes, indeed. 541 in the Southland. Okay. There we go. Perfect. Radio Tinder time. We like to play a TV theme. How about this one on this day in 1995? Ooh. ABC's Full House yeah. came to an end. Uncle Jesse. Really? 
You can follow her at Lindsay Baseball on Twitter or Instagram. Don't forget about our sponsor, Tequila Mandala. Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. By the way, after Radio Tinder, Corporate Greg wants to come in here and defend Cappy's honor. Oh, okay. Oh, about really? Corporate yeah. Greg is here. Five like to seven that. minutes wow. from now. I like that. That's a wow. Take it away, producer Lindsay. By the oh, way, you, what was your favorite of the TGIF shows before Lindsay takes over? Step by step because of Patrick Ewing. Really? I'm a big Dallas kid. Yeah. See, that was kind of like the racier of all the shows, I thought. That's why Not it was Patrick on last. Ewing, uh, Patrick Duffy. Patrick Duffy. Yeah, he, Patrick played Duffy. Wait, he played so Bobby. He played Bobby Ewing. Ewing. Is that right. a guy yes. that you were yeah, a fan yeah, of yeah, on yeah. a sitcom? No, let's all talk together, Cappy. Okay. Yeah. okay, I didn't realize Patrick Ewing was on a sitcom. Because this was the one on the original TGIF lineup. <laughs> oh, it's full, full House was on there. Wasn't it Family Matters, Full House? <laughs> no, it was Family Matters, I want to say, came later. I make. I could be wrong. Full wow, House was at eight. Was at eight. Full Family House. Matters might have been eight thirty. Family Matters was 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 the was the next show in nineteen eighty nine. Full House started in eighty seven. So Family Matters eighty nine. Then Perfect Strangers. Oh yeah. Balky Bartakamus. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And his cousin Larry. <laughs> um, Step and, by Step was like early nineties. What I was think. the guy's name who played? And then Balky. Just the Ten of Us. You remember that I one? I don't remember that one. Yeah. Me either. Just the Ten of Us. Good show. Um, Not eight is enough. It was basically like a Brady Bunch wannabe show where the two parents were divorced and the kids all came together. It was oh, kind of really? one of those shows. Well, step by step was Patrick. I'm not going to let it go. Patrick Ewing, Patrick no, Duffy, Patrick yes. Duffy, and Suzanne Somers. Oh, correct, really? Suzanne Somers. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they came a little Patrick later. Duffy. Yeah. He was, was the dinosaurs guy. part of TGIF later on. It was at one point. It, it was the baby. Yeah, it was at one point. So step by step came 91. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, and then Sabrina the Teenage Witch came oh, later yeah. in Love the mid 90s. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. The most um, the most popular iteration was... Dinosaurs, fam- by the way, sorry, Lynn's 91 to 95. Four uh, years. Sedano is pumped up wow, when we come really to TGIF is. knowledge. Is. Those wow. were great days. I was I was like all in on that because, you know, that was one of the few channels that we were allowed to watch You're, growing right, up. Right, your parents were very yeah. strict. Yeah. So that was one of those things where like we would always watch like... What I, especially Full House, I remember my Plus dad. In, in Cleveland, they only had like four television stations. Right, exactly. I mean, did you watch the Drew Carey show? <laughs> I did not. In Cleveland, Cleveland Rocks? You didn't watch that show? I did not. That was watch on that. Wednesday nights. Though. Oh, it yeah. was Wednesday. You're they right. They weren't allowed to watch um, on Wednesday nights. Uh, Hanging with Mr. Cooper was also part of <laughs> TJF. That was at one kind point. of a lame show, I thought. At Boy Meets World. Oh, yes, Boy Meets Topanga. World. Topanga. Yes. Topanga. Let me tell you, I love me some Topanga. It's a quality item, Clark. Yeah. Topanga. What was the guy's name who played Balky, though? You mentioned Balky. Bronson Pinchot. Yes, and he was in. He was. You're like our Balky. Yeah, you are. Achmel. Foley, Achwell. He was in Beverly Hills Cop, yes. the original. Right. And I think the third one, too. Yes, he was Balky Bartakamos from Meepos. Oh. Yeah. Bam! Yeah. My I, dad, though, he would always be like, see, guys, this is why you shouldn't blah, blah, blah. Because, you know, there was those cheesy lessons at the end of the uh, yep. Full House episodes. Mm-hmm. Corporate so Greg cheesy. to defend Cappy in just a few minutes, but uh, Radio yeah. Tinder time. Go, Take go, it away, go, Bruce go, Lindsay. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Christopher. All right, so NFL team owners approved a proposal that will allow Thursday night games to be flexed to Sunday and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Flexes are only permitted during the final five eligible weeks of the regular season, which is 13 through 17, and no more than two games per season can be flexed. Games can also only be flexed with 28 days notice. So now, the proposal passed with 24 votes, which is the minimum number that they needed, with eight teams voting no. While the league views it the move as a fran- fan-friendly decision, the opposing owners disagree with Giants owner John Mara going as far as calling the move, quote, abusive for fans. Mm. Do you guys think that the Thursday night flex move is disrespectful towards fans? Swipe left or swipe right? George. Um, I think it's disrespectful to, like, the fans who bought tickets. You know what I mean? Because maybe you're you, you're not available um, if they flex it back to Sunday because right. it's not a good game on a Thursday. and it, That part, I could see it being challenging 
Um, and for the TV viewer, it's great. Don't get me wrong. But I, I, I can see for the fan that's there in attendance, for sure, that's challenging. Let me answer this question by telling you that in week 15 on Thursday night, the Chargers are at the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Mark Davis was quoted as saying, and I quote, if you have a Raiders-Chargers game in Las Vegas scheduled for a Thursday and all of the fans driving from Los Angeles, the Raiders fans, and all three of the Charger fans <laughs> buy their tickets and book their hotels, how the hell do you say on the schedule, sorry, the game's now on Sunday? How the hell do you do that? That is Mark Davis taking his swipe at the Chargers. He's right. I mean, the big gripe here is that the league is prioritizing the money from the TV channels or whatever over the fans that are buying the tickets. And at the end of the day, like the owners, aren't they getting more money from the fans who buy the tickets? No. No, No, the TV money. Way more from TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe they're saying it to keep up with appearances, but I kind of, I agree with you, Cap, except they do have to give them 28 days notice, so... It's not that big a deal. It is it's a big deal to the people who bought tickets and were like, hey, I'm going to Vegas for that game on Thursday. Oh, wait a second. It's, it's on, on Sunday. Sunday. Right. That's tough. And by the way, Vegas is one of, LA is one of those places where people come to watch a game. Well, that Saints-Rams game is going to be in jeopardy, potentially. That's right. right. That's yeah, right. It's week 16. 16. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, yep. I mean, that certain cities that are, particularly the warm weather cities in the, in the winter, that's going to be challenging for sure. Right, week what, 17, the Jets at the Browns, Lindsay. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that that's, that's getting that's flexed. flexed out. <laughs> they may not even just play. They'll even yeah. play that game. I mean, Aaron Rodgers already cancel got it. an ankle, a bum ankle yeah. out yeah. there. <laughs> Let's just cancel that one. All right, a recent survey found that 75% of working Americans said that they that experienced these Sunday scaries. The feeling is usually caused by having to say goodbye to the fun, relaxing weekend and or the dread that you need to face all of your upcoming responsibilities in the week ahead. Sunday scaries can sometimes feel like your heart's racing, your palms are sweating, don't finish the sentence, Cappy. Uh, waking up with a jolt of anxiety or struggling to fall asleep. Do you guys ever get the Sunday scary? Swipe left or swipe right? So I'm going to swipe right. Not anymore, but when I was younger, I remember, and Cappy, you you, and Chris, you may remember this because we're old. Um, I would watch the in, on the East Coast growing up, the four o'clock game, the late game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they would play the commercial at about 6.30 for 60 minutes. Yep. And, and you knew I, the weekend was over. And I was like, You're the right. weekend yep. is over. Right. That's you are exact, right. That yeah. was that 60 Minutes promo yep. on CBS. When you heard Summer all say, tonight on 60 Minutes. And I was like, oh, the yep. weekend. Is, and I was a kid. I was like, oh, I got to go back to school tomorrow. Oh, it sucks. Like, yes, that was it. So I did. Definitely when I was going to school. I'm going to agree with George here. Used to get the Sunday scaries. Don't get them anymore. You See, get the Rachel scaries that's right. every day. That's, that's right. right. It's a whole different deal. It's a way different deal. But when I was a kid growing up, my father on Sunday, by around like 10, 11 o'clock in the morning, my father was already preparing for Monday. And so Sunday was over by like 10, 11 o'clock. Oh my God, oh, that's I know. crazy. It was, it was horrible. At one short point in my life, my dad had like one of these modular home kind of deals in like the Keys of Florida. And like we'd go down there on Friday, we'd have their Friday and Saturday. And on Sunday, my dad's like, we got to go. I'm like, Dad, we got the whole day. We'll go. Home. It's a two-hour drive. He's like, no, I got to get ready for work tomorrow. We were home by noon because he had to get ready for work the next day. So I was like, I can't do that. I'm taking Sunday till the end of the day. Yeah, and you do. Yeah, you know it, Jack. <laughs> you know that is true, Jack. <laughs> How about you, Chris? Do you ever get the Sunday scaries? Not as much anymore. But when I was like in high school, I did because like I loved the practice. Remember that show? It was on Sunday nights, 10 o'clock on ABC with Dylan McDermott. Yeah. And Lara Flynn Boyle, 
I used to love that show, but when that when I would hear that theme song, I'd be like, I got an hour, then I got to go to sleep, and I got to yeah. be up at five yeah. for class. And yeah. you probably get the Monday scaries knowing that you have yeah, to come really. in for lit. What time did you get on the uh, train this morning, or did you not take the train? Took the train, I believe. It was a later train because we didn't have a sales meeting because tomorrow is the big uh, MBO conference yeah. that we do here. So mm-hmm. I got on the. What does MBO stand for? For the new uh, business outreach, which I hope tomorrow you guys will stop by since there's no. Uh, Lakers basketball. But not national basketball organization. Show at three o'clock, maybe. I mean, you know, press the flush. Anyway, I got on the seven thirty four train out of Orange County. Nice. Nice. I gotta look at the schedule. Yeah, maybe I mean listen, you know. I should have planned better. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's yeah, next, yeah. Linz? All right, last one here. As we head into vacation season. Side note, Cappy, make sure you get your summer vacation dates in. I don't can I take any vacation over the summer? George is off like the whole summer. Well, then no. It's the only time I actually take time off. Summer, 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 summer. The summer of Sedano. I mean, have you seen Sedano's Hey, listen, I sent it out months ago. He sent it out in March, so. Yeah. Next time, send yours out in February. And I even took one back and replaced it somewhere else already. And you you still haven't sent one yet. I'm a bad planner. I need you to put a few days during the weeks for me to come down there to, to over there. We go way in the beach down at Del Mar, like like the movie Gidget. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm totally in. Like Sally Field. You can put suntan lotion on my back. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. You want me to spray it or you want me to rub it? Okay. (laughs) All right. So as I was saying, vacation season is coming up and consumer spending habits are changing with many Americans taking road trips instead of flying or booking budget hotel rooms. One option that's becoming increasingly popular is housing swaps or pet sitting instead of paying to stay at other people's homes. To save money on vacation, would you guys ever house or pet sit for somebody in exchange for staying for free? Swipe left or swipe right? Cappy, you go first, because I feel like I know what you're going to say. What do you think? I think you're going to say you would, because you want to save money. Well, so I'm going to swipe right, but here's why. So, like, I have this friend of mine. He has this really great house in Cabo. Uh huh. I'm like, hey, are you going to be down there? He's like, actually, we're not. I'm like, you guys want to swap houses? You guys come to my place? I'll go to your place? Yeah, we'll do that. I don't know about the dog sitting thing, because I don't know if I want to be responsible, but of course house not. swapping is a very real thing. So I, I've never done that, so swipe left. But I did get an Airbnb once where in the note it said, hey, there's a cat. It lives in the basement. You can let it out. And if it gets out of the house, just make sure it gets back in before like you, you go to bed. And it was like... Okay, I guess. You know what I mean? Like it was just a weird setup. Can can I tell you a funny story about that? Yeah. So I used to Airbnb my house out when I lived in Cleveland. And I had a cat and I would put him up in my like attic upstairs. It was a finished attic, but it was just like an upstairs bedroom, right? So I would lock the door, put all my valuable stuff, whatever, up there, including my cat, because he'd be fine for two days, you know, without me being there. Well, I also had a patio that if he climbed in in such a way, he could walk onto the, like the ceiling part of it. One day, the people in the Airbnb call me and they're like, hi, um, a cat just fell through the roof of the patio. <laughs> and then my cat, like, I don't know how or why, what Survived. happened, but he fell through. Yeah. And he fell through the ceiling of the yeah. patio. And so then I had to like go there and like get him and put him back. And it was, it was so embarrassing, but it was also really funny because they're like, a cat just fell through the ceiling. Very weird. Mm. But anyway. Yeah, you're one of those people. I'm not doing that again. Next time I know there's a cat, I'm like, I'm out. Yeah, I don't want anybody. I'm not dealing with anybody's pet. Well, you would have never seen it normally. He just, you know, I guess he... Yeah, but that's even it. worse. You're hiding the cat. At least no, they no. disclosed it on the front end for me. Made a dog I did seat tell dog. You and Rachel have a lot of property, so you guys are up for a swap. Yeah, always. Yeah, an Airbnb swap. Right. I mean, yeah. if you guys have got what we're looking for, we'll swap it out. Exactly oh, right. Yeah, yeah I'm <laughs> you know? sure you will. What about, like, taking care of somebody's plants, Cappy? Could you handle that responsibility? Yeah, could, why, why are you asking me to water your plants? I don't want to do that. Right, exactly. What are your own plants? What if you're like, no, you can 
stay here and watch my house. Have get you my seen mail, Kathy's house? Water I the could plants. go stay at Kathy's house for a week and we would never run into each other. Okay. So he doesn't need to go anywhere. You're not taking any vacation time. <laughs> other than when I want to come down there. Yeah, okay. So then it's settled. It's final. Yeah. Okay. It's a final. It is a final. It is. All right, that is Radio Tinder, presented by our friends at Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award-winning, small-batch, premium, sippy tequila made from the finest mature agaves available everywhere. Fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com. Demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. A little update on what's going on in Game 1 of the Eastern Conference Finals, which you can listen to after we're done uh, on our sister station, 11, 10 a.m. Uh, Miami up 22-18, to 18, 229 to go in the first. You hear what's coming up, though? What's that? Tell him, Chris. Corporate Greg's going to defend Cappy. Oh, defend Cappy. Cappy. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, Corporate Greg will defend Cappy. Let's also get into uh, some of the stuff Rob Palinka said uh, at today's exit meetings and all that stuff. So we'll, we'll have that for you here in a second. So uh, stick around for that. All right, we're back in a couple minutes. Stick around. 710 ESPN.